welcome to another episode of Convos with Kamal. I'm your host, Kamal Karimi, of course. We've got a very special show today. We've got a little bit of a different show. We've got a footy quiz coming up, but we've got three very special guests as well. One coming in from Victoria all the way in for the show. Not for the show, but <laughs> glad to have them on. Um, so two of our guests are returning. They were on our first episode, Josh LeBay and Omar Tapsh. Uh, thank you guys for coming back on. Thank you for having us. Happy to be here. And our other guest, our new guest, is Phil Meinzer, coming in from uh, Victoria. Well, how's your uh, quarantine been over there, and how's it to be back home in Calgary? It's been pretty good. The The weather, the whole quarantine over there has been fairly fairly nice, and we have a yard, so that's been makes it easier to manage, but it's also just myself and my fiancé out there, so right. it's kind of nice to get back here and see everybody. Nice. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're going to be uh, looking forward to going out to play some footy later on today. Um a lot of this show is probably going to be footy related, seeing as we uh, we love getting onto those topics. So, is there anything specific you guys wanted to talk about to kick off the show? Um, any topics that came to mo- come to mind as far as footy in the last week, or as far as the restart for um, certain leagues? Premier League's coming back. Yep, that that was just announced today, June as Omar 17th. said. Yep, oh, uh, June seventeenth is now the date that they've set. Um, they've allowed for contact practices as well. Um, all the clubs unanimous, unanimously mm-hmm. decided they're that they're already practicing the contact. Uh, I don't no, know if it started, no, but it, I think it's probably for next week. First or. phase was non-contact practices, yeah. and then they had to go through like a certain amount of time for that. Then contact practices. Right. And so I think that's coming now. They're testing as they're mm-hmm. going along. So Phil, you know a lot more about the Bundesliga, which has been in play. Is that kind of how they set up in their way to get back into the league? Yeah, yeah. It was phased in like that. So right. group, uh, like training as a as a team, but apart like right. independently uh and then and then as long as testing goes um smooth they were testing a lot and testing repeated so that went smooth and then you can phase in like contact training uh and then the next step from there is just games because there's no other there's no other step between the two so right once the, once the fitness is back for the players you can get back into mm-hmm. the games yeah yeah has um, there been, have there been more injuries in the bundesliga since the return I don't know. Uh, I actually don't know about injuries overall, but uh, this is just an odd occurrence for sure. Like this, this is totally coincidental that the game between Leipzig and Hertha Berlin yesterday in the first half, there were four occasions of like very serious, like head on head injuries. Um, I was thinking more like muscle. Yeah, like this is totally not related to uh, like a delayed comeback unless it's just their timing's off. (laughs) (laughs) But I couldn't believe how much time in the first half was dedicated to stoppages because of serious head injuries. I know at least one player had to go off. Right. Um, I was watching the highlights last night. I didn't get to watch the game, but I was watching the highlights of that game and um, I heard Plattenhart, who got the assist on the first goal on the corner for Marco Grudish, was apparently going to go out of the game right before he took that. Yeah. So um, that's a clear indication, right? Like, a, it, it's definitely... Well, I've always wondered about head injuries in, um, in footy because it seems very dependent on the player as opposed to the actual injury itself. When you compare it to other sports, it definitely feels a lot more lax. Yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. I, I think that there's... Uh, I mean, you see a push in, like, the... I know in minor soccer in the United States, there's no heading allowed. Is that right? Mm, that's that's actually a thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know what uh, what the age group is. It's not like... Uh, like, once you get to, I think, probably, like, 12 or 13. Right. I know it's... But it's very young. There's no heading allowed. Yeah. I, I know that when I was living in the UK, there were a lot of... There was a lot of chat in the media about forbidding heading in certain age levels mm-hmm. in organized football and also in schools. Like, if teachers and recess saw 
kid mm. of a certain age heading in football that would force him to stop or sort of be forced to not play anymore. Right. Wow. Um, yeah, because I guess it's, it's I mean, I really it's very different for us. Growing up, we never had those right. kind of restrictions. Yeah. I, never, I never even thought about it when I was a kid. I did yeah. think about it because I remember one of my friends growing up in Halifax, his parents were actually very cognizant of that. Oh. They were very on top of it. And I remember when we were playing soccer, he would always kind of be scared to head a ball right. because of that reason. They would, he would, he would, I, I can't remember the stat he would tell me, but it was constantly like, yeah, you lose brain cells every time you head a ball. Right. And like that kind of, I mean, that kind of gave, gave me a bit of fear, but I never really like, let it affect how I played. I mean, I'm not a good header of the ball anyways, but it, it never really affected how I played. I, I feel like it's, re- it's a really interesting one because, like, coming from the NFL, there's already right. so much evidence of how head trauma can have really severe, long-lasting effects. NHL as well, yeah. NHL as well, yeah. For, for, for sure. But I feel like in soccer, it's almost like it's almost like soccer fans took this like condescending position over, like, oh, how come the NFL doesn't sort this out? But then we never, ever thought about, like, Oh, you know. What about our own? Why? What about our own? Sure. And if somebody doesn't head a ball that we think they should head, then it's the same kind of like toxic backwards bullshit where it's like, oh well, why didn't you hit the ball? Like, right. Why are you scared? Don't you care enough about this win? Don't you care right. about your team? To to build on that a little bit, footy fans are kind of like that. If I'm being completely honest, at least from what I see in like social media and and those circles, is I mean, to not to go too tangential off what we were talking about, but. Um, another similar thing is racism, right? It, racism in those leagues, right? They, they look at the NFL and they look at the U.S. and they constantly, like, bash those people for right. being, for having these problems. But right. then they're not really... The house isn't sorted out. Exactly. They don't really look at themselves, right? Yeah, it's and, easy to critic, like, to be critical of others. For sure. <laughs> also, just to contrast that point of view, I think a big problem with football is that it's so global. Right. And so when you talk about football cultures that have problematic views whether it be on like race relations or sexism or class relations, there are very, very obvious shining examples. Like I, I, I don't think it'll be productive to like highlight certain cultures Definitely. that have that. But there's also examples that are really counter that. So right. I think that at least football fans can take refuge in saying, no, no, you know what? I only watch this league, and this league is actually very progressive in their intolerance to racism right. or their complete forbiddance of homophobia or, or right. whatever. But then you have cultures where it's not so much the same. So, I don't know. I, but but I, football is such a big cult, global culture that it's inevitably going to mirror the best and worst aspects of every society that exists in. Definitely, definitely. I think it's just my, my perspective was more from the fan side where, mm. where fans are very quick to mm. judge everybody else. And, hypo- and Exactly, very yeah. hypocritical. Yeah. Um, Moving on to a little bit more footy talk, I did see that the Serie A is planning on coming back as well. Oh, I yeah. think on June twentieth is the plan is the date they're planning. Okay. Um, a little bit more shocking <laughs> yes. there, considering how uh, the the coronavirus has affected Italy and um, Spain, Spain. Spain the same way. I we were talking about this briefly yesterday evening, but if anyone's if anyone's not gonna re-implement well, I'm worried about Spain. And now knowing about Italy as well, yeah, like even the Prem, I feel like is just rushing back because. Um, because I think a lot of people are seeing sort of the attention the Bundesliga is getting right now, and they're like, we got to get back, uh, like on board. Definitely. And at the same time, it's just stuff was so much worse in both Spain and Italy, uh, and I I wouldn't say those leagues are necessarily the most organized, even when things are going well. Very true. Uh, so I just I hope or, that they're or, not. Or those countries. Yeah, of course, exactly. I worry. Um, yeah. Yeah, I as much as you know, you want to see football back. I just don't know if it's the right right decision. But 
Definitely. Yeah, I, I don't know if La Liga has set a date, but that was one of the things when I when I did see Syria set a date, it kind of worried me about pushing to reach that date, and that doesn't seem like the right way to approach this right now. Yeah. It seems like if anything, you should make that date later on when when things are starting to go more smooth in the training side of things. That's that's when you decide on a date. I, I'm curious um, with with regards to sort of the the rollout um, because in. In Germany, they, they did so much... I, I mean, there's been planning going on since the start, like not just figuring out when to re-implement, but how to re-implement. Right. And I wonder if, um, like in other leagues, if there's a lot of consultation with the people who have started the Bundesliga again. Like, right. I wonder if there's a lot of crosstalk. Like, not just seeing how it's done and being like, oh, this is generally how the Bundesliga got back working, but actually, like, sitting down with the people who are doing it. I think that's crucial. And 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 saying we're sticking to this, because it's actually, it seems to, it's it's now what, we've we've had three match days yeah. um, since the start, and I haven't heard about an explosion in coronavirus right. cases, so... I mean, I think the, the latest tests that came back from the Premier League were something like three or four out of 1,008. And that's the thing I And think. that's a low. Regular, no, that's pretty yeah. low when you, can, when you consider the statistics. Regular testing is going to be the determining factor for this. I know the Premier League's been testing pretty regularly, but I don't know if I've, I haven't heard about Spain or Italy's testing regime yet for, for I just, athletes. I just like all the, the humor that came out of, was it Watford? Like everyone was joking around this week because Watford are near the bottom and they uh, are obviously worried about the league coming back because they also don't want to be relegated. And... Uh, there. I can't remember who had tweeted about it, uh, but Watford were were one of the teams sort of very against things coming back, especially right. with Troy Deeney um, leading that charge. Yeah, well, he's the captain. Uh, it's a big but part somebody of it. somebody had tweeted uh, something along the lines of Watford doing every day, everything they can to avoid relegation, including trying to prevent the league coming back. Right. Uh, and someone on the squad came back saying, like, yeah, we've actually been injecting coronavirus <laughs> twice a day. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Yeah, it's awful. But but yeah, no, that's that's like obviously people when they when they come out with their opinions when it comes when it comes down to teams coming out with their opinions on whether or not to resume the leagues, everything everybody's gonna look at them from a selfish perspective. Yeah. Right? Like Liverpool fans constantly want to bring the league back. Um, I mean, obviously, I want it to happen so that they can win the league. But I don't think the league coming back is gonna affect that really. Um, I think Arsenal don't, don't want it to come back now. <laughs> right. Well, their first match is City. Right. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, that's true. They're planning on uh, making the first matches back or the, the games in hand that they need right. to make up. Um, I'm, I'm curious to see how many games they'll try to push out a week. You know, they, they'll probably try to do midweek games as well, I'm assuming. Do you think they'll try to I bring read, back the FA Cup as well? Or? I read before I... You, you can't bring back all competitions. I don't think so. It would be insane. Yeah. We, we'd, be playing, we'd be playing... Through August, probably into September, and now then we're slated. We're to start already looking the at next ten season. days for an off season, right. basically, yes. which is nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Um, Bogus. And as to as to when they're playing games, the BBC uh, put out an article today saying there's going to be I think like five games on Saturday and Sunday uh, every weekend, and then some games on Monday as well and midweek. Which games. is what the Bundesliga right. are doing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So they're trying to get them done as quickly as possible. It seems. I have actually a question for you guys. For the leagues that have decided to not return and end and, and the league completely, some leagues, I think, are doing a no relegation, mm-hmm. no promotion kind of um, solution. But in Scotland, for instance, they did do a relegation. 
Right. And so they projected, yeah. I, they, I think I can't remember what they called it, but it was like a non-weighted projected average points per game yep. system. Don't ask me how that calculation crazy, works. Yeah. But basically, Hearts got relegated. And they got relegated by like 0.3 of a point. Wow. And then Motherwell got the last European spot in third place over, I think it was Aberdeen. And uh, they got it by 0.1 of a point. Wow. And so I was listening to some Scottish football coverage, and I guess Hearts supporters are not accepting this as a relegation. They're calling it an expulsion. They're saying, you know, we're not being relegated, we're being expelled from the league, and this right. is going to have some sort of... But then at the same time, they're also asking if it does go... They're protesting it, but they're saying if it does go through, their fallback position is that they want the financial compensation that relegated teams get. And so it's, it's as if they want their cake and to eat it too. So they, they can't accept that they're being relegated, but if they are going to be ex, quote-unquote expelled, then they want the relegation money. But, you know, their argument is sort of, well, we're so close to survival and we could very feasibly survive. They're probably not really, in, in terms of the quality of their squad, deserving to be in last place. But at the end of the day, they are in last place. Right. Whether you do it as a projected points or just a flat points, they're just in dead last. For sure. And so... I don't understand why all of a sudden people think that they have to have some sort of special accommodation just because we're in a pandemic. Every year, people get our teams get relegated, and we don't bat an eye about it. Mm-hmm. So I was I was just gonna ask you guys, like, do you think that if a team gets relegated now when the season's cut short and they have this hypothetical chance of surviving, right? Do you think it's unfair, or is that just the way it goes? I mean, I, it's, I, I can definitely see it being unfair. From, I can definitely see it from that perspective, but it, when it comes to everybody in the league dealing with that, and every and it's a uniform decision, you, you can't really complain. Right? So then, I guess the inverse of that question is, Celtic got awarded, if, if we're just sticking to Scotland, Celtic were awarded champions, but mathematically they're not champions. Rangers could still catch them. Now, all the pundits and all the, all the viewers are saying, it's Celtic's league to lose. Fair enough, but mathematically they're not champions. So if it's unfair for Hearts to get relegated, how is there no protest that the that Celtics are champ Celtics are champions mm-hmm. right. or that PSG are champions because they're not they haven't been crowned yeah, champions same with Ajax same right. with Ajax because yeah. it's a it's a point in in the Eredivisie I'm pretty sure yeah it's a yeah, it's, it's a point fair. difference uh, and also uh, there was I was just listening to another podcast this morning and they were talking about um, the management at AZ Alkmaar because mm. they're second place mm. and. Um, Ozed were, and again, this is totally, it's all circumstantial depending on which, which league takes which stance on this. Mm-hmm. And the, the Eredivisie said, we're done here and we're just taking it as it is. Like, yeah. there's no, no weights. Yeah, there's no using like weighted points or like average points over the season and, you know, do the math to see how this lands. It's just, we're taking it as it is. And so Ajax finished the champions, but Ozed were saying that, or it might even be, they might even be ahead on just goal differential. Like it might be really tight because Azed were saying, yes, this is what it was. Uh, it's got to be tied. They're, Ajax are ahead on goal differential, but Azed have won both legs against oh, Ajax, yeah, exactly. okay. uh, even though Ajax are ahead on goal differential. So they're saying that like it's not really fair, but because the Eredivisie had said that we're just ending the league here, the way that Eredivisie works is even at the end of like the full season, is it's goal differential, not head to head? Right. Where some leagues are head to head. Right. So right. they were like, they had to say like, sorry, like it, it, we get it sucks, like this whole thing sucks. But right. Azed can't complain. Like it, it, it's I don't know if it's necessarily unfair, but it's sad. 
Right. It's so, like, it's not really unfair. Because is, it, is it sad, though, even? I wouldn't say unfair or sad. It's like, it, it is unfortunate, but it's not really going to change too much. If we, if we said at the end of the season, if the Eredivisie closed out all the, its, its match days, right. and Azed were only behind in goal differential, would we say it's sad, or would we say, well, it was tied by Ajax at the end of the day, was the better team, because they scored more and conceded less. Yeah, I'm more, yeah, it's, I don't know if it's sad objectively, it's just like, you can see how an Azed supporter would be like, <laughs> yeah. Well, yes, absolutely, and I can see why a heart supporter in Scotland would be like, yeah. but... I, I don't think they have an actual uh, case to be upset about. For sure. I also... Just win the... more games in the season. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sure. look, a lot of teams, I think what they're really upset about is that they were robbed of a hope that they would stay up. Yes. yes. That's actually what they're complaining about. Lo- loads of teams pull off like a sort of great escape scenario For where sure. you look dead in the water and then all of a sudden you get a new manager or something and then you win your last five games on the bounce mm-hmm. and you've, you've saved yourself. And that might happen for for Hearts, but it didn't. They don't have the opportunity to... Someone was saying that Hearts, 14 months ago, were in second place. Like, they were, like, right behind Celtic 14 months ago. So that's really, like, a really unfortunate situation. It's also an unfortunate situation because they're they're sort of one of Scotland's bigger clubs. Mm -hmm. Right. And so for Motherwell to nip the last European spot and for a a club of the size of Hearts to go down, it it is kind of... I like Hearts' kits. <laughs> it was like hearts I, kids. I've been to four hearts games. Nice. I actually have to say I love their crest. Like I, yeah. for whatever reason I just love I, that. It's so it's such a beautiful. They should be able to stay crest. in just because of that. I think it's one of the best crests in world football. Actually. I agree. Yeah, I can't. In world I, sports, I would say honestly. In world sports, yeah. I agree. I don't really support them, even though a guy that I went to law school with was a diehard heart supporter. Mm-hmm. So she grew up. Their their home stadium is called Tyne Castle. Okay. Um, and he grew up again uh, right uh, across the street from Tyne Castle, and his mom was the principal at Tyne Castle High School. Like, wow. heart is like he like only wears maroon every day. It's really <laughs> weird, actually. Like, no, it's not really weird, but it's like he's like you know sure. a very big supporter. So he's taking me to a few games. Um, and do you know where their crest comes from, actually? No. So if you're ever in Edinburgh and everybody goes to this one area in Edinburgh, it's called the Royal Mile. Okay. So it's like the old old. Um, uh, sort of city main, main street, so it's got the I can't remember what the Saint Saint Giles I think like the main Catholic church, and it's got the old British uh, sorry the Scottish Parliament. It's got the old uh, Supreme Court of Scotland. It's got all these historic buildings on it, and in and in the center of it, right by the church, there's a heart on in the, in the cobblestones. Okay, and the 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 county that Edinburgh's in is called Midlothian. Okay. And so it's, it's known as the heart of Midlothian. Okay. And you're not supposed to step in it, but everybody spits in it. All the locals spit in it. Really? Yeah. It's just what everybody does. And wow. uh, at first I was like, this is weird. Like It seems disrespectful, but it's supposed to be just like a, a form of good luck. Right. Um, so yeah, that's where that's what the heart of That's really interesting. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the thing, right? It's, like it's, it's always nice to have a nice crest, but having a good backstory behind it as well just totally. adds another aspect to the club. And I think people don't also know this about Edinburgh. Like, Everybody in Scottish football always concentrates on the old firm with uh, Rangers and Celtic right. and the Protestant and the Catholic undertones and like sectarianism. Sure. But it's the same thing in Edinburgh. Uh, Hearts are the Protestant team and uh, Hibs Hibernian are the Catholic team. Mm-hmm. And there's the same sort of, it's called the, like the old uh, old firm light or diet old firm or something like that. Okay. Yeah, very strange. Yeah, very, very, very cool interesting. Work. I mean, I, I don't know too much about the Scottish Premier League, so it, it is 
definitely interesting hearing those kinds of there, things. Is there a third? I think there's another. Is there a third team that's in Edinburgh that's somewhat large? In Edinburgh? Not that I know. Someone was talking, there was another uh, another podcast, they were having a discussion about just sort of underperforming cities in Europe based on their, like, size. And they were saying Edinburgh, like, none of the teams from Edinburgh have won, like, enough for the size of population. They I have only there. know of two. Okay. Hibs and Hearts. I, I feel like, maybe it was just those two. I thought they had mentioned three. I went to the old to the old firm, dive old firm. Yeah. Hibs and Hearts once, and that was a good game. I, I think if, if you guys are interested in a league to kind of get into, the Scottish League is fantastic, and... I remember a commentator talking about the Scottish League once and saying that Scotland is in a unique position because their uh, football league is more interesting off the pitch than on the pitch. Yeah. <laughs> and so if you just like that's odd very true. stories... I was going to say, that's my problem. I can't sit there and watch a Scottish Premier League game because the quality is just not really there to the same level as... I mean... It's good football it's good, if you're watching the top five European leagues consistently. Exactly. Yeah. It gets... It, it, you get skewed, right? There's you know? a lot of funny to watch and I just... I, it's not up there. I'm There's just also a difference between watching, like, watching it live is a very different thing. Like, watching live sports, like, it can be, you can be a few leagues down, but if it's still professional football, uh, and it's live, like, it's mm-hmm. usually entertaining. Yeah. For sure. something of the match day experience. Yeah. I think that's the thing, right? It's a, like you were saying, the global aspect of it is that even if you're not a fan of the clubs, you understand that, that there's a history and the passion behind experience. the fans, regardless of what where it is, there's always going to be fans for that club. Right? Like, even, the, like, something like the Belarusian League, or, like, I remember when people went when that was still going on during the quarantine. Um, people started supporting teams in there, yeah. right? They were just like they wanted footy so bad they started picking teams in the Belarusian league, right? And this learning more my... about the history of the Belarusian league and the teams. And I'm like, this is incredible. Like this would never happen in another sport. Like it's, nobody's it's... gonna go to the Belarusian hockey league and start looking up information. It's interesting though because I think that that phenomenon in in, in global football is actually. Some fans are really annoyed about it. Like fans right. of home fans are very big. We clubs. talked about this last time as well, right? Um, like how, how home fans are kind of getting upset with too many tourists. In exactly. Their stuff exactly. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. is. It is interesting. I think. Though. I think. Uh, for me, at least, growing up where I had no like football background, like at all in my family, no no reason to support any team. Right. You grew up here in North America where you had relatively low exposure at the time, like. English Premier League, David Beckham era, Manchester United, mm-hmm. that was, like, the most you got. Mm-hmm. You had to really, like, seek out everything, anything different. For sure. That, um, Even as accessing you, it on TV was hard to do. Yeah, and as soon as, you, as soon as you got access to any league, you just, like, latched on to, like, I was watching anything. Like, right. any, like coming over here on weekends with you and Hashim and Kasim and the guys, like, you put on Syria, you put on Bundesliga matches, sure. and you just, you end up latching on to certain teams, or maybe even certain teams just for, like, a time period, because... You started watching like random Bundesliga or Serie A games. You're like, yeah, that's my team for right. right now. And I like because I had no no sort of background with any clubs. For sure. So um, it's just sort of an easier way to latch onto a club from each league. Or maybe we grew up doing that. Whereas in Europe, where if you're you're born and raised a certain club, it, mm-hmm. it could seem very strange for you to like pick and choose who you support. Yes. Yeah. Right. yeah. I was just gonna say like I think for us, I I assumed going to live in the UK that okay. People that live in Glasgow, yeah, they might support a Glasgow team, but they also have a really, like, a big team that they still support. Like, they might love a Paris or a Munich yeah. or a mm-hmm. Manchester United or a Chelsea, but it's not the case at all. Yeah, yeah. For them, it's, it's, it's almost, like, comical to say, I'm from Glasgow and I'm a Chelsea supporter. Right. Like, they might say, oh, you know, if I watch the English Premier League, these are the teams I like. Right. But it, it's, like, 
I'm from here and this is who I like. And I feel like it's the same in Italy and in Spain. And it's like, I, f- I love that about European supporters. I also think it's funny because like I, I, I sometimes am scared of wearing, because I have so many jerseys for teams from all over the place. Mm-hmm. And if I'm ever like traveling and wearing one, mm-hmm. I'm always worried that someone's going to like come up and ask me and be like, oh, you're wearing this shirt. Are you, Are you from? from? Yeah. Are you from there? Or I was saying to the guys last night that I have a Bayern Munich shirt that I bought when I was visiting our friend Ben in Cologne. And I bought a Bayern Munich jersey in Cologne, and the guy at the till was like, said, asks Ben in German, like, why is he buying this? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> when I, I, was in, I was in Brazil for the 2014 World Cup with Connell's brothers, and we were just going to any market we could and buying, like, like just like these local Brazilian teams, and because you can't really get that in Canada. Definitely. And I, I mean, I, I, I got like so many, I got like Palmeiras, I got Santos, I got like. Flamengo, I got yeah. so many of these jerseys. You started a gang war owning all of those. <laughs> but that's exactly kind of what happened to yeah. me. I went to this like street party in Rio de Janeiro, oh, and I was wearing a, a Fluminense shirt, and I, I really like the Fluminense shirt. If, you, if you've never seen it, it's like maroon, white, and green. It's just like a really cool color combination. And But I didn't know a lot about the history of it, and I guess they're nicknamed the Millionarios because they're from like a very upscale area in, in Rio. Okay. And I went to this... um street party and I can't remember who invited us to it but it basically was like a lot of university students and then this girl like basically like pointed to the crest and started like saying something in, in Brazilian and I oh sorry Portuguese uh, in Brazilian and I and I was like uh, I was like oh sorry I don't I don't speak Portuguese and she just kind of like scoffs and she it, she had good English and goes of course you don't you would not be wearing that shirt if you, if you did and I was like and I just I kind of just felt so embarrassed I just walked away I didn't like engage in it yeah. and I thought about it later and I was like I wonder if she thought that I was making some sort of like class statement like um, oh, I'm coming down to the street party but just so you know like this is the neighborhood hey, I'm from yeah. and she was like personally offended by that and I honestly really respect her for doing that yeah. <laughs> like because if I thought that somebody was doing that I'd also take offense to it but it's weird that kind of stuff does yeah, get into Having no blast. knowledge of the local context. Yeah. yeah. I, I was like, I'm just not wearing any of these jerseys until I get back to Canada. Yeah. Yeah. Play it safe, yeah. Yeah. I'll wear, the, I'll wear them tonight. Like a kids in the club party is unheard of. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's just I a just, local party. That's, that's, that's a fight in the club party. Yeah. It's a very Canadian thing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Totally. Definitely the melting pot. Um, so uh, I guess we should probably get into this quiz sometime soon so we don't run out of time to answer all these questions that we've uh, set up. I'm ready. Um, I'm not, but let's go. Oh, I'm, ready, I'm ready to do poorly, but I'm still ready. <laughs> no, I think you guys will do all right. Um, so we've got some general trivia questions. Uh, you guys all have specific instruments that you've picked. Um, do you guys want to say what your instrument is? I'm Omar. on the drums. Omar's got the bongos. Uh, uh, I've got this weird recorder th- recorder thing, but it has like piano keys, so it can yeah. sound like. Not too sure what it is. It's like a recorder harmonium. On the back of it, it has a, a label that says school, class, and name. So I'm assuming it's kind of like a school grade type of instrument. Yeah, I think Kasim said he got it from Thailand. <laughs> he um, did get this in Thailand. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's. Oh yeah, it even has a Thai sticker on it. Oh, there you go. And is that also where you got flesh eating disease? <laughs> No, ironically, that was actually yeah. in Calgary. <laughs> on the, the indoor yeah, 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 yeah. So just, be oh, careful yeah. on those. That's another story for another um, Yeah, we'll bring them on next time to talk about and that. Um, <laughs> Phil, what do you got? I've got this lovely maraca surrounded by beets. Yeah, I don't know what that's called, but it's like, let's just call it a maraca. Yeah. Um, so 
whenever you know the answer, you just what use you your instrument. You know? Or I guess, yeah, you think you know the answer. Um, you play your instrument, and I will try to hear who put in first, and then I will give you guys the opportunity and give the next person in um, the second guess if they get it wrong, and then so on and so on. Um, so we're going to start off with a, uh, a topic that I think Phil picked. Um, we have some specialized topics that the, uh, the guests did pick for uh, the trivia rounds. So the first topic was picked by Phil, World Cup 2006 Germany. So obviously a great, uh, great tournament. What are your guys' fondest memories from that tournament before we kick off? Oh, God. The oh. first goal of the tournament was Philip Lom against oh, okay. Co Costa Rica. And it was in this living Well, it didn't happen in this living room, but it happened for me in this living room. We all watched it in this living room. <laughs> um, and it was probably the best goal Philip Lom has scored in his career. Yeah, right. And it's a fact, just coming in off the left. Host, yeah. host country, opening game. And it was in Munich, was it not? Beautiful. Yes, yeah. And it's in his home stadium as oh, well. Yeah. And he just bangs the top right corner and... What a goal. Yeah, for sure. Top right from, from like the left side outside the box. Right? Yeah. yeah. And he fell over. Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah, he took a, took a tumble. Yeah. So you Omar, what it started you? out right away really well. I got to say, though, that Del Piero goal against Germany was... Ooh, oh, yeah. That, that lives on in memory a lot. For That's me. a good goal. Del Piero, man. I forget about Del Piero a lot, but he was an incredible striker. Yeah. The, uh, the, I think the final was the most traumatic memory for me. Oh, oh yeah? yeah? Yeah. I mean, I was very much like a, for some reason... Arden, it probably is Zidane, like, but I wanted France to win. Right. And just the way it happened with Zidane yeah. getting the red card and then trying to get hitting the bar. And, oh, yeah. I, I was a big fan of Zidane as a kid, and I still am. And like seeing that really like it devastated me. Oh, man. I remember, I remember I was probably, I guess, 10 years old at the time, and seeing Zidane do something like that, I mean, I idolized the guy. Mm. He was the kind of guy that I tried to play play like, Always. you know, or try to try to at least follow that style and that composure on the field. And then seeing that moment, I was like, wait, we might not be the most composed player on the planet. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, definitely some incredible moments from that. Let's get into the questions. The first question is going to be worth um, 100 points, and it's going to go up by 100 points as we go through the questions. Oh, so the next one will be 200, the next one will be 300, because they will get a little bit more difficult. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, so the World Cup 2006 Germany question. Uh, the first one is, how many goals did Leo Messi score? Phil, first in. One. Yes, that is correct. 100 points for Phil. Wow. That was a nice goal. Who was, was it? Against? Uh, I, I think it was when they dismantled Serbia and Montenegro. He like came off the bench, and it's just a, like, almost like a Thierry Henry type finish, low on the ground, curling. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Actually, sounds, sounds, sounds very messy. Just plays yeah. cool. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 He didn't play much in that. I mean, it was still he, he was young. young. Like, right yeah. after his first real season. season. For yeah. sure. So, yeah. Um, okay, so next question. We uh, we kind of touched on this already, but there is another part to it. Um, the first and last open play goals of the tournament were scored by were scored by defenders. Who were those defenders? Josh. Uh, Philip Lam and um, uh, Fabio Grosso. Incorrect. Phil. Philip Lam and Marco Materazzi. Yes, it was Materazzi. Yeah, the header. <laughs>
Yeah. Of all the people, too, right? Yeah. We, we kind of touched yeah. on that, too. The Matrix. Our yeah. um, friend Arja has a, a tattoo of that moment. Oh, the really? of this Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, he has the headbutt. Oh, what? No, I don't think I have. We'll we play football tonight. Okay. I, 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 I got to see that. that I was with him in Vancouver when he got it. That's, That's awesome. It's a very bold choice. Yeah. Donnie hates all his tattoos, though. Very bold choice for a tattoo. Actually, yeah. Also, if you hear dog this? noises in the background, just you have a dog as a studio guest. We have a guest in in the form of Zelda, our uh, my older brother Cosm's dog. Thank you for joining us, Zelda. <laughs> uh, okay, so next question. Phil's at three hundred points. You guys still got a lot of time to catch up. Like I said, this next one is worth three hundred points, so you can just get it back right here. Um, what was the result of the third place playoff? Oh, Omar, and I want the teams in this as well. Hold on. Clarify, you said playoff or third place game? Third place playoff is the okay, third, so third place, place game. game. Yeah. It was uh, Portugal, Germany. Okay. And Portugal won 3 1. Incorrect. Okay. Oh, Josh in next. Sorry, you, no, you go. Uh, I mean, Germany won. Okay. But did they win? Do you want the, 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 the scoreline? Yes. I want the scoreline and the teams. Oh, well, it was Germany, it was Germany, Portugal. I think it was 2 0. Okay, still? 3 uh, 1 for Germany. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is not going too well so far. That's my Bastian Schweinsteiger, man. That's the breakthrough game. That's when I became his fan. He, oh, scored, he scored two, and then oh, yeah. he, he caused an own goal for the third. Uh, and then I can't remember. I think Pauletta or someone scored the. I'm I'm surprised Phil didn't go in right away on that, and he still had to up getting. Yeah, I was worried. I was like, I gotta get through. I gotta get through two answers here. Yeah, Uh, but very close. Omar just got the score line flipped on there. Yeah, I was worried. Correct answer. So, Um, so yeah, Phil's at six hundred points. Next question. Not looking good for us, man. Next question, uh, and not too difficult, but worth four hundred points. Which African nation made it the furthest in the tournament? uh, Josh, sorry. Ghana. That is correct. Mm-hmm. 400 points to Josh. Nice. They're also just the African nation that's made it the furthest in any World Cup ever. Yep. It was in 2010, right? 2010, yeah. 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 And they made the semifinals. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was an insane oh, game. Oh, quarter. No, quarterfinals. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but still, they did round 16 sure. against Brazil in 06, and then quarters against mm-hmm. uh, um, Uruguay. Yeah. Definitely very strong team. Suarez handball. And then they yeah. lost that semi. Yeah. Um, so next question, worth five hundred points. Who scored France's first goal of the tournament? Ooh, nobody in right away. Josh. Uh, Florent Maluda. Incorrect. Omar. Trezeguet. Yeah. Incorrect. Phil. Patrick Vieira. No, all incorrect. Unfortunately, oh. you guys didn't go with the obvious one. Thierry Thierry Henry. Henry. Yeah. <laughs> it was Thierry Henry. I thought it was Henri Malouda. They didn't have a good group stage. I was trying yeah. to think of even, I think Togo was the only game they won. For sure. They, uh, he scored in their second match in a 1-1 tie against South Korea. Um, and so, Henri. Yeah. Uh, I only remember the goal remember. Remember. against Brazil. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was yeah. a beautiful, every part of that. Amazing. The ball runs it down. The, yeah. Yeah. Was it an open play or was it a free kick? It was a free, free kick. kick. Free yeah. kick. Yeah. Uh, okay, next question. In the 2006 World Cup Finals, so just the tournament in general, uh, a single team comprised of two sovereign nations competed in the tournament. What team was it? Phil. Uh, Serbia and Montenegro. Yes, they had just correct. They had just split in FIFA because they had wow. qualified as, as like a, a joint, single entity. a single entity. It was the first time a company, uh, first and only time uh, yeah. 
like two sovereign nations competed under a single team. Wow, yeah. Very were they, interesting. Were they okay with that? I wonder. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, apparently. <laughs> they did. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, very interesting there. Um, thank you, Kasim, for that question. He was very excited about that one. So. <laughs> it is he'll, a, it's he'll a niche. Happy it is a niche. Got it. Uh, he'll be happy somebody got it for sure. Um, okay, so next question. Uh, let's just see here. I think we have two more questions left in this. Um, these next two are going to be worth 500. That last one was also worth 500. Right. Um, I'm just coming up with the scores as we go, honestly. <laughs> it's like QI. It's like QI, where at the end, it's like yeah. you just end up with what you got. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, um, next question. What team became the only team to be eliminated from the World Cup without conceding any goals? Notably, they are also the only nation to ever participate in the World Cup finals without conceding a goal. It's a, it's a tough one. I can give you guys some hints if you want them. Unless, unless somebody has guesses. I'll give it a hint, okay? So they were eliminated in the round of 16 in penalties. Oh, okay, I think I know who it is. Phil. Ukraine? That is incorrect. Oh, it's the other one. Oh, <laughs> it's the who they played. <laughs> If it's who they played, uh, you gave it away there. Then yeah. it's Switzerland. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> it did it come I've been talking about this game the last day. I was like, I, I couldn't even remember it happening. I was like, did you know Switzerland played Ukraine? Yeah. Oh, was this what we were talking about yesterday? Yeah. The most boring game. Yeah, most, most boring game of all time. Went to penalties 0 0. <laughs> I have no yeah. knowledge of it ever happening. We should rewatch it because it might be really thrilling. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a that, that's an interesting stat though. Is yeah. that Switzerland only nation to ever participate in the World Cup without conceding a goal? Oh, it was actually dumb of me because Ukraine would have gone on and they lost to Italy. So it would have been whoever. Yeah, it would have been Switzerland. I didn't. Yeah, that's all right. You're still ahead by. Um, Thanks for that. Oh, that's fine. Still ahead by two. I'm glad that we got it. Omar. <laughs> You gotta get yeah. on the board here, man. Yep, we do. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just throwing. That, I mean, it's not your specialized topic. Phil's definitely killing his specialized topic right now. To be fair, um, next question and the last question for this round. Uh, actually, you know what? Second last question because we're gonna have a little bonus round for the oh. World Cup 2006. Uh, 2006 World Cup broke the record for yellow and red cards with a total of 345 yellows oh. and 28 reds. One particular match. <laughs> caused a significant oh, yeah. spike in these numbers and has been dubbed the Battle of Nuremberg. Yeah. <laughs> Which teams were involved in this match? Who won? How many cards were shown? Oh wait. oh, wait. I need all three parts of that? I want, yeah, I want all three. I, I, I don't need, I don't need the how many cards were shown part, but I would like okay. the, uh, the who won and okay. who played. Portugal did Holland. Okay, what was the score? Oh. You, you didn't say that, though. Okay, then, I, then I'll give it to you. <laughs> if uh, I didn't say the score, I don't I know, know, I know the score. It was it, you still get the point. He gets a point. Yeah, yeah. It was one one nil for Portugal. For sure. Who scored for Portugal? Uh, you know? Probably like Nuno Gomez. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. But uh, it, was it was like twenty-seven. Oh, uh, oh, 16. 16 yellows, sixteen yellows, four reds, sixteen cards. Yeah, yeah it's right. a battle of Nuremberg. Man. That's yeah. when you were asking everyone like moments that stick out from two thousand six. I was gonna say the battle of Nuremberg. <laughs> right. I actually didn't know that very well. Again, I was too young. Has a for being in some pretty controversial games. Oh yeah, they're they're a bit of a gritty team. Anytime they had, uh, it's both both. I just remember that game, and then also the the final in twenty ten. Like yeah. Mark Van Bommel was such a dirty. Oh player. sure, uh, De Jong. De Jong. Well, De Jong's like a, he, I mean, I think he gets a bad rep because of that one instance. But like, I think Mark Van Bommel, like over his yeah. whole career, was yes, more yes, of like a. No, fair enough. Yeah. And then, and then obviously, like the one against Mexico with the penalty. Oh yeah, that's did, true. Yeah. Did you know that um, there's there's a there's a Mexican fan that every single day at the same time 
tweets at FIFA and the referee from that game for the exact same sentence since 2014. It's been, I think it's still going. It's been six years. I don't know. But it basically, it, it, in Spanish, it says it's not a penalty. It's like, se no era penal. And he says it every single day at FIFA and at the referee that was in the game. That's, so That's commitment. Man. I mean, unless you just set up like an all uh, Yeah, I really hope there's like a The Mexicans were robbed in that game. Anyways, no, we digress. Um, so yeah, that was the last basic, or I guess general trivia question for the uh, 2006 World Cup. Josh did take a lead with that one. Actually. Oh, shoot. Big, big one. Did I even watch this? Still let me have it, though. <laughs> Omar has not gotten points yet, but yeah. it's okay for this bonus round. You're going to get the first guess. So, oh, um, so this one is a, it's, it's a little bit of a list of, it's a list of something and you're going to each have a guess. Um, and we're going to try to get through this entire list and each one is going to be worth 200 points. Okay. All right. So, um, the list that I want you guys to try to think of in the names are the managers of the last eight teams in the tournament. Oh, Christ. this is tough. This is very tough. This and I will say, I don't think you'll be able last to get a couple teams? of them. The last eight sure. teams. And we're going to start with Omar, go to Phil next, and then Josh, because that is the order of the standings. Oh, uh, right. okay. okay. Interesting. And that's probably how it's going to go going forward. So, just for future. So, Omar. All right. Uh, was Jurgen Klinsmann the head coach of the German national team? Yeah. Yes, he was. Okay. 200 points. Sweet. We're on the board. You don't have to necessarily name the team that okay. they manage. You can just name the manager. But, I mean, that is well done. <laughs> Um, uh, Phil? Uh, was it, was France Raymond Dominic? Yes, it was. Okay. Wow, I mean, you guys are doing way better so than I was expecting yeah, already. You <laughs> also took the two that I knew. Oh, <laughs> you should be able to get, uh, no, I, have to say the one. I think you've got Italy. I will I, say, I, I, I see him in my mind with the white hair. I think you guys know Ooh. the rest of them except for two, but yeah. Anyways, Josh? Did, did Spain make it to the last eight? No, I don't. Uh, I cannot I answer so. that, but these no. guys might be able no. to help you out. Spain got knocked out in the round of 16. Oh, okay. Italy. Italy, I don't, I don't know who bans <gasps> Italy. It's not, it's not Don't give it away. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even remember it to give it away. I, I, I can actually see his tongue. I can see his face, but... But it's. I'm actually thinking the name of a different white-haired Italian guy. And <laughs> I, Fabio Trapattoni? Or Trapattoni? Uh, I'm thinking of him, but it's not him. It's yeah. not Trapp, no. Um, it's I'm like sorry, I'm going to have to pass. You don't want to take any guesses? Just guess a manager from the era. You might be able to guess the right one. Was Felipe Scolari managing one of those teams? Yes, he was. Okay. He was, he was managing Portugal. Yeah, right, right. That's why. The one I had in mind. Yeah. yeah. Right, just take a guess. You might have it. Um, Omar, next up. Mm. So there are now five left. Right. Was. Oh, what's his name? Was it Sven Gorn Eriksson for England? Did it was. Make it that far? They nice. did make it to that point, and it was Sven Jorn Eriksson. Oh, well um, done. Ooh. Very well done. What's I, the Italian guy's name? Um, so that there's four left. If you guys are having trouble with it, was, I will uh, get, I'll start giving you guys the countries that. Was uh, Dunga managing Brazil? It was not Dunga. No. Oh, darn. Actually, you know what? No, no, it wasn't. I'm sorry. And that was just rotate between Scolari and Dunga. <laughs> <laughs> Scolari was obviously with Portugal, so. <laughs> Now I'm um, impressed to remember the last teams left. Last eight. I believe Argentina was one of them. Were they not? Oh, yes. Yeah, and I know. I know. Uh, by, or yes, and I think I know who Argentina's was. Now that you, now you say that. Oh. Yeah. Well, then go for it then. Oh, no. It's not mine. Yeah. Just, it's uh, technically mine, but. Yeah. yeah, just take a guess. 
I, I, I'm oh, like 90% gosh. sure. I you you got it right last time with a guess. Uh, so. Yeah, but I don't. Uh, I can only think of. Why is the Italy one driving off? I know, it's nuts. crazy. Because he's he's just, he's I can see him smoking cigarettes. It's a famous guy. Yeah. He's a really famous coach. Oh, okay. Marcello Lippi? Yes. Yes! Oh, thank you. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was driving oh, me nuts. That is the end. I, I don't even mind that he got the points. My yeah. brain is relieved. <laughs> okay, so three left. Yeah. Um, Omar? Okay. Gotta give Josh those points. Sorry. So one of them is the Argentine. Right. And I, who are the two other teams? Oh, I'm not going to know the Argentine. I'm pretty sure I do. We did mention one of the teams earlier in one of the questions. I'll say that. We mentioned one of the teams. Was it mm. Ukraine? Hmm. It was? Yeah. Okay, oh, so we've got Argentina, Ukraine, and who else left? We said, uh, we said Portugal, we said... Oh, Brazil? Ghana. And oh, Ghana. I don't know any of those. Ghana did not make the quarterfinals. Oh, oh wait, yeah, last eight. Sorry. Uh, so quarterfinals. Would it not be Brazil then? Brazil, we got... Oh, no, yeah, we are missing Brazil. Yeah, so yeah. we're missing Brazil, Ukraine, and Argentina. Yeah. Brazil. I right, think you guys are working together for this. It's, it's oh, Brazil's the... Uh, I know Brazil. Okay, well... Brazil's the guy who also coached 94. Omar, it's your turn, right? Yeah. It is. Uh, so there's three left, but... Uh, oh. If you don't want it, if you don't have yeah, anybody to guess, then that's same, right. same, same letters. For sure. My name starts with. So, Phil, name. you're up. Uh, was it Peckerman for Argentina? Yeah. Jose Peckerman. Oh, Jose Peckerman. Yeah. Oh, wait, same letters. That's, yeah. For, uh, Another for P. Brazil? Another P for Brazil. Man, Phil's got all of these. He definitely specialized this topic. <laughs> yeah. These ones I didn't even review. Like, uh, I, I will say, jo- oh, oh, Josh is still ahead yeah. because of uh, he's he's got 300 more points right now. So I, I'm more for the communal aspect of this. <laughs> Was it? Uh, oh, I don't. I don't know. Uh, do you, like, what do we do? Are, are we passing I'm back? Pass, pass, so yeah. Passing constantly, you're out. I'm no, I, I... Well, sure, yeah. <laughs> I'm, not you don't have know, I'm not gonna know the Ghanaian one either. Oh, the, sorry, the, uh, Ukraine. the Ukrainian one either. Uh, Pereira. Yeah. Carlos Car- Alberto. Carlo, Carlos Alberto. Oh, yeah, Carlos Alberto. I don't know why it says Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> Carlos Alberto Pereira. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would not have known that. Well done, though. And do you know the Ukrainian one, the last one? I'm just gonna I, throw out Shevchenko. I actually recognize. I actually know exactly what the Ukraine coach looks like in my really? head I from the World Cup game you. that year. Like I can picture him in my head, but I have no clue what his name is. Not even it's like it's a Ukrainian name. It's okay. His name's <laughs> his name's Oleg Blochin. Okay. Um, Oleg yeah. Shout out Oleg Blochin. Yeah. Hope he's doing well right now. Yeah, for sure. Um, made the quarterfinals with Ukraine. <laughs> yeah. I'm good at Ukraine team though. For sure. Yeah. It wasn't a week. Too much Yeah. Iron yeah. yeah. boy. Let's not forget. <laughs> um, okay. Beautiful hair though. So oh, we're gonna so go into luxurious. another yeah. bit of a bonus round here. It's like um, Ned Bed when you're playing on FIFA. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Man, I love playing with Ned Bed. They were the top rated European team going into that tournament. Ukraine? No, the Czech Republic. Oh, okay, Czech Republic. Yeah. Oh yeah. On the FIFA standings, mm-hmm. which are a joke, but you know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really know how those work. Anyway, they just um, work on the last, like, however many matches you've played and qualifying tournaments. Yeah. So if they, yeah, any matches. Yeah. Like okay. any competitive even matches. friendlies. No, no yeah, competitive okay. matches. Yeah, competitive. That's why Poland doesn't play friendlies. Right. Because they want to keep their ranking high. Interesting. Yeah, they only play competitive. That's cool. Um, competitive matches. So yeah, like, I think Czech Republic had like a, a comically easy qualifying group. And came in ranked higher than France, higher than Germany, higher than mm-hmm. Portugal, higher than Spain. It's funny. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay, so um, we're going to do another little bonus round before we go back into the general trivia. The next section for the general trivia, just for you guys 
to know is going to be Josh's specialized section, I believe, um, which is going to be the uh, Serie A in the 90s. I, I'm so excited because I feel like it's just going to be, it's you got to edit fun. in crickets. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, we're all going to you, you, Okay, okay. Sorry. <laughs> you did the Serie A in the 90s. Is that what you is did? Is that what you wanted? I, I, I said Italian football, so I was like, I've given him too broad of a topic. <laughs> I was like, I had to start looking at like Copa Italia's series C. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Series C. Yeah. So I did specialize it into series. Okay, that's okay. that's absolutely fine. With me. <laughs> okay, I'm glad to hear All that. All I did was remember Kalina. <laughs> so yeah, so before oh, we get into the uh, the Serie A round, we have we have a little bit of a bonus round called Guess the Boot. So oh. I'm gonna describe boots for you guys. They are well known boots, very well known boots, and they're uh, from a list. I believe, um, goal.com, or no, actually, can't remember where I got this list from, but anyways, it's a top 10 list of the best boots of all time. Oh, and, whoa, whoa. subjective. And exactly, it's a very subjective list, but I will say all five of these boots are boots that you guys would know. So, the first boot, uh, again, all these are going to be worth 200, so I'm going to slowly describe the boot, and then maybe start oh. describing some players that wore the boots. Be some famous players with these boots. Yeah, sorry, Omar. Oh, not a very good one for you, but... Um, I'll do my best. So, yeah, the first one was released in 1979. Okay? this is. I'm not going to do these in a particular order of, like, 5 to 1 or anything, like the list they had. I'm just going to do them randomly. So, the first one that we're going to do is released in 1979. Um, the reason... Oh. I just Predator. No, incorrect. Oh, they're the nineties. And I'm gonna I will say I think I think we're gonna have to cut whoever guesses. Now. Right? I, I mean Okay, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Yes, yeah, no, I don't sure. I don't come back in on this right, one. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just I was just gonna pause it. No, it was a good it was a good guess. I'm just trying to guess really early ones, like really it was just trying to get it early. I yeah. think you're giving me one more thing I'll go So yeah, uh, made of kangaroo leather. They were the lightest boots ever made. Um, and were made to exploit speed and versatility. Yeah. Puma King. No, incorrect. I think you guys should wait for more clues. Okay. If I'm being completely honest. Because <laughs> okay. the, the clues will get it's better. Now, it's now on Omar. So like I said, it's a very objective list. Okay. Or like we said, sorry, very subjective, subjective list. Yeah, sure. So, I mean, a lot of the descriptions oh, are going to be tough. 79 with leather on oh. um, So, some of the famous players and iconic wearers of the boot were... I mean, the iconic wearer they have is Franz Beckenbauer. Oh, wow. And uh, some of the other players were Michelle Platini, um, Karl Heinz Rummenigge. Yeah. Uh, uh, Omar, you do know what this boot Omar, is. Omar, and we talked about it last week. Can I give, can I give Omar a hint? Sure. Can I give Omar a hint? It's going to be it's in option. this room. Oh, okay. It's in this room. It's the Adidas. Ooh, he doesn't remember the name. Nope. <laughs> it's that one. The Copa yeah, so nobody gets the point. Sorry, that that it was that a speed boot. One. I just thought it was a speed boot when it came out, eh? Yeah, I guess so. If there was one I should have gotten, that would have been it. Um, okay, moving on to the next one. We have a boot that was released in 1998. Okay. Okay, so these were specifically engineered for a specific player. And they were the world's best boot on the best player in the world's feet. In 98. Is that your guess? No. No. <laughs> Oh, sorry. I didn't. I didn't really hear what you said. So, oh, uh, are we, do we have to say what they were in '98? Like the name, because like the names changed over time. It's just the sure. Mercurial. Yeah. It's yeah. Just, yeah. Now the Mercurial. You're right. Thank you, Air Mercurial. Yeah, now they're the, the Mercurial Superflies. Yeah. Um, that's exactly right. Iconic wearer for that was uh, Ronaldo, and uh, the other wearers were Thierry Henry, Roberto Carlos, and Danielson. 
Roberto Carlos wore those, hey? Yeah. Not really a silhouette. That's the person you kind of... Yeah, I don't associate with it. But I, I the, actually, I don't want to say any more boots because I don't know what's coming up. On the <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, next up, we're going a little bit more modern with this one. And I don't know... I don't really agree with this on the list. But anyways. Um, <laughs> uh, this one was released in 2010. So a much more modern boot. Um, this version of the boot threw away all the bells and whistles from its previous line and was focused on speed. It had a lightweight upper and groundbreaking sole plate where players were flocking towards... Yeah. Uh, the Addy Zero? Like a 50 Addy Zero? Yes, no. Phil is too good at this. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised, like, I'm not even giving, like, very good descriptions at this point and he's still getting them, like... I thought I'm I was going by the years, so I just know that the Addy Zero came out in 2010. Right. Okay, so, next one. Stripped away. Next like one. Zero. Um, Alright, released in 1994, the boot boot that defines modern football, according to this list. Um, This description is terrible. I'll take it, but I don't Uh, know. I I think we know it's the Adidas Predator. Yeah. Exactly. But was it did, did it have a model Which name? One was it? Or was it the first one just called the Predator, and then the subsequent ones had a model name? Yeah, I, I think, think that's it, right. I yeah. think, well, yeah, the latter. Like we said, um, it had it was just called Adidas Predator. Now they're the Predator Addy Powers. Apparently, I don't know when this list came. Horrible name. The new ones, you mean? Yeah. Um, okay, last one on this list. Uh, oh, this is an old list. Addy Power. Yeah, that's a. Uh... Yeah, that's those are like the list. ones where, where the first one when Adidas got rid of the tongue. For sure, Addy Power is kind of like a strange name because you think about Addy and Adidas, yeah. it stands for Adolf. Yeah, Adidas is Adolf Das. Holy smokes! So I should just let the person that brings up dictators <laughs> yeah. in my podcast. Last <laughs> week was Mohammed bin Salman. <laughs> now it's I'm just saying the Jew in me is scary. Addy Power. Should we use the same line? That murderous piece of. <laughs> for you mean for Hitler? Definitely. Yes. Um, <laughs> what? No, not uh, not uh, Adolf Dassler. <laughs> okay, last boot. Uh, released in 1970. Um, they were descriptions really bad again. Uh, they were fueled by a rivalry between two different boot companies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was, did, did I say it already? From a king. Yes. Yeah, yes. Okay. <laughs> that was the that was the annoying That's thing. It's like the first two things you guessed were other things that I was gonna be giving, and I was like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, the first two things. Well, yeah. The well, first like, two you guess predator, I guess the predator, and then you guess the Puma king yeah, for yeah, the yeah. Uh, Copa Mundial one, yeah. which ironically. Interesting list. Yeah, uh, but, but I mean, list. still, like, still pretty iconic. Can you, can you, is, that, is that the quiz over now for that, for that part? For that part, yeah. Can you tell us what the other five were on that list? Yeah, uh, what are some other ones that they said? I might have to do that afterwards because I don't have the list on. Okay, oh, okay, yeah, don't worry. I assume it. the Umbro Speciali should be on there. Uh, I will say the F50, I think, was on there, the original That's F50. That's a pretty iconic word. No, I, it was, uh, I was totally just, uh, whether it's, like, a top five or a top ten. Like, Speciali, top ten for sure. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right, right. Yeah. Okay, so uh, moving into the next round of general trivia questions, there are um, Serie A questions. So about the Serie A in the 90s, this is Josh's specialized topic. I really hope I lose this. <laughs> For a rundown of the scores, I, I don't. I hate to do this, Omar. But, <laughs> but Omar is at 400 points. Josh is at, let's see here, 500,000, 2,000, 200. You can still come back a lot. Oh, There's still a lot of points. There's still lots of points. And Phil is at 2,100. So okay. very tight between those two. Right. Um, and we're going into Josh's specialized category, Omar's specialized category, Premier League, 
from the tens is going to be the last one that we're going to be doing, and All then right. we're going to go into some final rounds of questions and bonus rounds. But for now, go into Serie A in the nineties. Which one of these teams did not win the Scudetto in the decade? And you're going to list them? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All of the teams. There are a lot of Italian teams. <laughs> that, was a, that was a weird pause. Yeah, I was, like, <laughs> um, yeah, I was just looking at the list. Um, so the teams listed are Juventus, Santoria, uh, Napoli, or Roma. Josh. Well, it's Napoli. It's incorrect. Santoria. Incorrect. Right. Roma. Yeah. What year did Napoli win? Uh, 90, 80, like uh, right, 80, like 90, early, 90, early nineties when Maradona was still there, like ninety one or right at the beginning. Oh, uh, dirty, dirty, dirty Roma, trick. Did Roma win early two thousands? Roma hasn't uh, won in ages. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Roma won in in two thousand. Yeah, but that is not part of the quiz <laughs> because it's no. two thousand two thousand and one. Right, it'd be right. in the nineties, right? So right. two thousand is not included. But in also, did Roma win in two thousand? I thought yeah, Lazio. Oh, I mean, four, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. That Napoli shouldn't count either. We should probably suck. Because it's the last it's decade of the last year and I, I will say, I'm doing this according to a quiz online from okay. a website called the42.ie. So no um, I'm doing it. I'm, I really don't I mean, know enough about Syria. I'm the well done I was a film. baby. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't even conceived when it started. So, um, anyways. Like the concept of that <laughs> wasn't a plan. <laughs> anyways, moving on to the next question. Um, which of these clubs, again, I'm going to list them, did former Ireland manager Giovanni Trapattoni not manage in the 90s? What did he say? I don't know, manager. Anyways, Cagliari. Because he was at the time. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Cagliari, Juventus, Lazio, or Fiorentina. He did not manage one of those teams in the 90s. Oh. I'll go Lazio. Yeah, that's yeah. correct. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. I don't think Trap is, Trap is above um, okay, can you name the Italian that won the FIFA World Player of the Year award in 1993? Roberto Baggio. Yes, that is correct, Omar. That, uh, by the way, the the numbers or the scores are increasing as we go. So through that one's worth like three thousand points. <laughs> <laughs> you should that get one, one question that's like a redeemer at the end. That's that like, one was you... worth three hundred points. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the thing is, that it's, it's according to this list, so the questions might be easier for more points. If I'm being completely honest sure. on this one. Yeah. So, um, moving on. Andrea Pirlo made his Serie A debut in 95 for which club? Josh. Russia? Yes, that is correct. All right. And moving on to the 500-point questions now. Which of these players become, became the world's most expensive transfer at one point in the 90s? George Way, Claudio Lopez... Marcelo Salas, I think that says, because it's blocked by something. Um, and Gianluca Vialli. Vialli. Yeah, that is correct, Omar. From Chelsea. Yeah. Seems like this quiz was written by Chelsea. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> Omar wrote the quiz. And now my marker stopped working as well. Omar floods the internet. With he, like, pays his page to get the top, like, Google placement for, like, the last All 24 quizzes. hours. Yeah, <laughs> example quizzes. Knows that Kamal's going to do it, like, yeah, last just minute. Just sitting in a dark room. <laughs> he actually planned for Kamal to go out last night. Um, my, uh, my marker is not working now, so I'm going to have to get a new marker or something. Do you want a piece of paper? Um... That would be good, but that's all right. I think I'm just going to actually use my laptop instead to keep the scores for this point on now. All right, we got a little breather break. Um, While you get your paper 
already? Yeah, a little or bit of a break in this, um, but I will keep... It's not too much of a break. I'm just getting some things organized here. Um, so, next question is, which of these players did not win the league's golden boot in this decade? Marco Van Basten, Oliver Bierhoff, Gabriel Batistuta, is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. Batistuta, yeah. yeah. And Alessandra Del Piero. Del Piero. Yes, that is correct. Another five points for Josh. Del Piero didn't get the golden boot. No. That's crazy. No. Who got the golden boot twice, though? That's a good question. Was it Van Basten? Batistuta? No. Might be one of the next uh, questions, who knows? Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't want to say too much because I hate ruining later questions. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so next question. And we have, I think, two or three more left in this round. Can you spot the player? Well. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> it's very weird the way that they were these questions on these online quizzes. I, I really hate them, honestly. <laughs> um, can you spot the player that was part of the Parma squad that won the UEFA Cup in 1999? Huh. Francesco Toldo, Fabio Cannavaro, Antonio Di Natale, or David Trezeguet? Cannavaro. That is correct. Yeah. Yep. And Gigi Buffon, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. There were a few big players on really that team. Lillian Turam? That's a huge yeah. team. <laughs> they had a really good squad. Lillian Turam um, was there. Uh, okay, was next Parma? question. It was Parma, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know who was there. Crespo. That's right. Oh, Helen Crespo, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, next question. Two more left in this one. Um, actually, this is the last question for this one. So, how many times did Italian teams lift the European Cup in the 90s? Josh. Three. Yes, that is correct. Can you name them? Milan twice right. and Juve once. Yep, exactly right. I mean, that's not part of it. Anyway. <laughs> that was a good decade for football. Yeah, uh, so mean, those are... Ruled football yeah. In the 90s, yeah. yeah, so those are the questions for the uh, Serie A. I have to cut them a little bit short here because we are running a little bit long on time here. We had a longer discussion at the beginning of the show, which is completely fine with me. I'll tell you who won the Golden Boot in the Serie A twice, though. Sure. Pepe Signore. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. We're moving into the last general trivia question round, uh, which is a specialized topic that Omar actually picked, which uh, is the Premier League in the tens. We'll say specialized very loosely. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say that uh, this is probably a topic that everybody will yeah. be able to help out with or be able, able to get pretty well. Um, so these questions are from Give Me Sport. Um, I did find a few different questions, and they're going to have the uh, incremental points system again in this so let's start off with the first one, which is which player recorded the most Premier League assists in the 2010s? David Silva. Yes, that is correct. Do you know how many? Uh, no, but I want to say it's over 200. <laughs> over oh, 200. 20, what? No. In, one decade? In, in a decade? In a decade? No. 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 Um, it, was, it was 89. Oh, yeah. that's so the player. Right? He's the sec- they have the second so highest. <laughs> Bergkamp to Henri has the highest uh, assist to goal scorer. In the Premier League history, and David Silva to Aguero is number two. Wow. Interesting. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so next up, I don't want to answer this or ask this question, but it is an important one. Liverpool, zero. Chelsea, two. 2014. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Yep. The Steven Gerrard slip. Demba Ba scoring the uh, oh, opener for Chelsea. Who scored the second goal for Chelsea Ooh. in that game? It was a 2 0 game. I remember the Demba Ball one. I don't remember. <laughs> exactly. What year was it? 2014. Oh, boy. This is stubborn. This is embarrassing. I should know this. <laughs> I thought Omar was going to yeah. get it. Yeah, this is your, this is your bucket, Omar. Like, and not just not just the specialized topic, but Chelsea. Yeah. Chelsea in there, too. Against Liverpool. 
<laughs> I'll just guess. Ivanovich? No. It's like, it's it's yeah, he does. Um, I'll go. Phil? Oscar. Oscar? No, incorrect. Omar? Last chance? Uh, Stephen Kazar. No, incorrect. It was William. Oh. Uh, okay, okay. That's yeah. a good one. Um, I'm going to pee while the podcast is going. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, we'll just uh, wait up on the questions. So it'll be a first That's fine. We'll take a little pause. quick pause. Yeah. Pause. Um, it was William. Oh. Yeah, William. I was going to give you guys a clue, something like, uh, like he's, he's still on the team, <laughs> yeah. but that would have been way too obvious. It was a... Uh, I don't know for much longer, though. No, I don't. It doesn't sound like it. Uh, but I just was throwing out Oscar because they were talking about him on another podcast recently, and it was just like that. Was so I understand the financial desire, like for like you want yeah, more pay to look out for your family, him? but like he what was still, like, after. Yeah, exactly. He's still he still doing something somewhere, but and like is it in he China? was he was such a. I assume I assume he's still there, but he was just like he was so highly touted. Yeah, his in. ceiling his yeah. ceiling was so much higher than like I, I just thought he was going to keep. Definitely. Going up. Like, I feel yeah. very similar about, I mean, he's back at Atletico now, but Yannick Ferreira. Yeah, oh, so, yeah. for sure. He had such a high ceiling. Left at the wrong time. But, but that's, that deal, he came that, back. Definitely. Atletico did that deal when they built their stadium. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's it. Yeah, and, and it seems like he really wanted to come back as soon yeah. as it happened. And he also <laughs> said he also said it was the same kind of thing, like, just yeah. go, like, Make some money why, yeah, if I got to support my family and my career beyond. It smells then. so pungent in this room. <laughs> Oh, I don't know, just like, um, <laughs> bro, smells like smells bro, would you want to open up the window? It's actually getting a little yeah, sure. here. Um, hopefully there's not too much outside noise that will cut in. Uh, okay, so next question, moving back into the uh, Premier League and the tens questions. Who scored the last goal at White Hart Lane before it was demolished in 2017? Oh, good God. This one is worth 300 points. Or, sorry, 200 points. No, 300 points. I think you gotta go with the obvious pick if you yeah. want statistically. Yeah, I think so as well. Harry Kane? No, incorrect. Ah. Uh, Son? No, incorrect. Uh, interesting. It might not even be a Spurs player. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The last goal at White Hart Lane, 2017. Uh, uh, Wilfred Zaha. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. Oh, it's Wayne Rooney. Okay, so next question Always is this. Terrorizing yeah. <laughs> Two more questions before we have another little bit of a bonus round um, into the in the within the Premier League uh, questions. So, which team did Arsenal play in Arsene Wenger's last game as manager? Ooh, stumped him. <laughs> can I'm just going to cut you, out this. Can you give us any leanings? Sure. Uh, I will say they're not in the Premier League anymore. Okay, I think it's West Bromwich Albion. No, that's incorrect. I have like a lot of memories of Arsenal playing West Brom for some reason. (laughs) I could be Wigan as well. Uh, Hull City? Hull City's Omar's guess? No. There's there's something for me. Hull Hull City's not in the Premier League. Um, it's all right. Not in the Premier League anymore, but like a recent. I think it's only been three seasons out. I'm just trying to think of recent drops. Um... Huddersfield? Yes. Okay. Oh All right. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just trying to go based on. That is, that is pretty impressive. Not trying. And Phil gets 400 points for that. 400 that more big points. David Wagner energy. I got. <laughs> who's yeah. uh, Who's the last team to play against Arsenal in the in hybrid? You're the one asking oh, the question. I know. That. I, I'm <laughs> just asking the question. This one. This one. Bonus this one. for 500. <laughs> you know that. You know that. Yeah. Wait. 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 Yeah. Oh. 
Kiss the pitch, man. Kiss the pitch. <laughs> yep. They're not even an Arsenal supporter, and that's one of my favorite games oh, yeah. of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so last question in this round. This is a tough one. I mean, you're probably just going to have to throw out a guess at this one. Um, how many permanent managers have Watford had since the start of 2010? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I can't believe this is like even a list. I want to say five? No. No? Since it started 2010. Oh, sorry. More than yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> that's this season alone. Yeah, exactly. I'll guess. Uh, Omar gets first because oh. he did get yep. get in first. Uh, seven? No, that's incorrect. Okay. Fourteen. No, that's incorrect. Uh, and this is like within the decade, like yeah. twenty ten to twenty twenty. Yeah. I'm gonna guess twelve. Uh, actually, it, it might just be to this point. Oh, okay. Yeah, because wow. it just says how many since the start of twenty ten. Oh yikes! Uh, oh, that's ten. Let's let's just say. Thirteen. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> that's correct. Yeah. <laughs> I was one off as well. Oh, it just ruined the game with that. That was insane. I'm sorry. I know, that's hilarious. <laughs> I, I can't believe you guessed two in a row like that. <laughs> I feel like oh Chancellor God. Chancellor Palpatine. Yeah. Unlimited power. <laughs> Okay, so uh, a little bit of a bonus round before we go into the uh, last few questions of the quiz, uh, because I think we're already over the time, but I just want to double check here. Um, Yeah, no, we're okay on time. So, like the, what we did with the World Cup, uh, you have to name managers. So it's going to be Premier League winning managers from 2010 through to 2019. Um, There are repeat people on that list, obviously. But uh, I think you guys will be able to get this pretty easily, if I'm being completely honest. But um, we'll start off again with Omar, because he's currently in last place. And um, we're going to move on. I think, I believe right now, Josh and Phil are actually tied on points. So we're going to have to get a rock, paper, scissor between you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just one. Just one. Okay, Josh wins, so he gets second guess. I'll start with the obvious one, and that's Pep Guardiola. For sure. Uh, so that is going to be um, 200 points to Omar How right about there. 200 points for each title he's won in the decade? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> that would be a good way to do it. And it would help you a lot. Exactly. Um, but no, unfortunately, that, uh, that would, that would yeah. make it way too easy. <laughs> and that would probably help, not really help you in the next but, one, in the long that, run. That does uh, okay, that. so that's uh, yeah, Pep Guardiola obviously won in 2017-18 uh, and 18-19. Um, Anybody else? Uh, Josh, up next. Uh, I mean, I can't know them all, but Ferguson. Yeah, okay. definitely. Uh, I, I think you guys will be able to oh, yeah. rep yeah, these things. So let's just, let's just, just go start, start from, I was yeah. starting from the bottom, just walking all the way through. Yeah, so Phil? Um, Roberto Mancini? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I uh, just want to double check, but definitely. Yep. Claudio Ranieri. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, don't forget him. Yeah, and you were there for that one. So. <laughs> um, Everybody gets a pizza. Exactly. Uh, Josh? Jose Mourinho? Yep. And there's only one more, or two more people on that list. Yeah. I mean, okay. Um, Antonio Conte? Yep. Yep. And Omar, the last person on the list. Oh, no. You got this. I know. It's just a blank. (laughs) It's not good. You got it? I think so. Mm -hmm. Is my guess if Omar doesn't? Yeah. Yeah. If Omar passes or doesn't get it. Roberto Pellegrini. Oh, you know what? There's actually two people on the list. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. You're right. Now he's oh. still on the list. Also, I think he's Manuel. Manuel. I know. I know who you meant. Give him Pellegrini. Um, yeah, I forgot Pellegrini on that list. I didn't see him in there. But Same. yeah, that is one of them for sure. 
And the last one, Josh, do you oh, know? That's it? the one I had. Yeah. Is there another one? There is one more, and I'll say it's 20, 2009 10 season. Oh! oh. Duh. Yeah. Wait, 9 10? Yeah. yeah. I, guess, I guess it finishes in the decade. Yeah. I, I know this one. But, yeah. And you know this one. Oh, too. yeah. <laughs> you know him too. Oh, yeah. Alvin Grant. No. No. Oh, correct. You don't. Uh, Phil? Eyebrow Carlo Ancelotti. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Carlo Ancelotti. Your favorite Chelsea manager. That's fair. He you is a good say Yeah. And statistically, the oh, best yeah. Chelsea manager, which is weird, like, yeah. for that one season. Yeah. Wild. Uh, best ever Premier League season for Chelsea. Still shout out Avram Grant, though. Yeah. Uh, okay, so moving on to the final round. I'm going to tally up the scores, the scores here real quick. So, Josh, you are at... Holy Jesus. A lot of points. 4,100 4, points. 4,100 points. 4,100. Yeah. Mine's easy. Uh, Omar, you're a little bit behind, but oh. you're you're not too far behind anymore. Actually, I mean, you can still catch up. Like I said, the last round, there's a lot of points available for um, up for grabs there. So, Omar, you are currently at. I'm still so excited that Josh got Marcelo Lippi. That was driving me yeah. long. Oh yeah, I wouldn't be able to sleep tonight. Yeah, he's got such a good look. Like, <laughs> like I just want like. I want to watch him in a movie. <laughs> uh, okay, so Omar is that's at just, that's actually a new 27. That's not aging actor. Yeah. Um, and Phil, you are at, let's see here. Oh, Phil is definitely in first place. What does young Marcello Lippi look like? He's got to be hot. I'll pull it up for you right now. Why isn't there like a producer on the show that we're going to say? Like, <laughs> <laughs> because I am broke. <laughs> <laughs> you are the producer. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it would be nice to have somebody to help me out with certain things like oh, this. Oh, I've seen young photos of him. He played for Sam, and I think he played for Roma as well, oh, if I'm not mistaken. Sam Kids, Sam Kids are so nice. Oh, it's pretty close, actually. So Phil is 300 points ahead of uh, Josh right now at 4,400. Actually, you kind of look like him. That's so nice um, Josh, you are at 4,100. Nice or, yeah, 4,100. And Omar, you're at 2,700. So still available. Still could get in there, but I think you're going to have to hope for Josh and Phil to not do too well in this last round, which is the final oh, question. <laughs> and Did I you always, just pick them? I always do this for, um, for I've done quiz shows before on my past show, Sports Report. Uh, we did an NHL one, but I think it worked really well for a final round, which is top five lists. Okay. So I'm going to give you guys lists of top fives of certain, certain statistics. Um, from certain competitions, and each one like, is going to be more, worth more than the next. So before we go into that, one, before yeah. we go into that, who's who's this a photo of? Young who? I have no idea. Just for, just for the audience, for the audience, um, Josh is holding up a photo of a very handsome. I'm assuming Italian, deepest V-neck, deepest V I've yeah, ever well. seen. With a gold, very prominent gold chain. Yeah, yeah. Mm, I, I don't know who that is. He is. A prominent football manager. Is that Ancelotti? He coached a national team. I've seen Young. Uh, but didn't manage to get them into the Euros. Capello? This this is Fabio Capello. Wow. Oh. Interesting. Oh, holy fuck. Very interesting. Okay, so um, moving back Cabbage to what, what we were talking about, the Cabbage final man. round, <laughs> which is um, the top five lists. You guys won't need your instruments for this one. We'll go one by potato. one, according to uh, who's in last place to first. Oh, okay. um, and like I said, so the first... If you get the first name on the list, you're going to get 500 points. Second name, you get 400 points. Kind of like Family Feud style. You know, like it goes down as you we're go down the five list. So the first list we're going to do is most assists in Premier League history. 
Okay, so we're gonna start off with Omar. Phil is gonna be, or sorry, Josh is gonna be second, and Phil is gonna be third. And then we're gonna inverse the orders for the next few uh, few rounds. So the most assists in Premier League history. Who is your first guess? My first guess is uh, Dennis Bergkamp. Dennis Bergkamp is number five on the list with ninety-four assists, so okay. you get a hundred points. Uh, Josh? I think the top is Cesc Fabregas. He's number two. Oh, is he? At uh, 111 assists. Is he? Yeah, but you get 400 points for that. Okay. My turn? Yep. Thierry Henry? Thierry Henry is actually not on that list. Ah, I know he had the highest assists. Um, he's, he's actually not in the top ten list, even. Um, he has the highest number of Premier League assists in a single season, oh, so okay. I thought he would be up there. Um, but yeah, that is... Uh, so next up, Omar again. We've got uh, second and fifth already off the list. There are three names available. Is David Silva up there? He's close. He's on number seven on the list, wow. actually, with 90 assists. Yeah. Um, oh, I think I got one. Josh? Uh, Paul Scholes. Paul Scholes. Let's see. He's actually not on the list, surprisingly enough. Mm. He's uh, he's not even in the top ten. Mm. Um, but, yeah, that was a good guess. I'm, I'm going to guess uh, Frank Lampard. Frank Lampard is a good guess, and it's number four. He's at 102 okay. assists. I wonder how many Becks has. Like, I mean, it, um, it could be a eight more guess assists. for someone else, but he's got to have a, a he, ton. Frank Lampard has eight more assists than Dennis Bergkamp. Um, okay. okay. But Phil gets 200 points for that one. Oh, that's missing his number three now? One and three. One and three. One is still available, and three. How would I be not number one? Mm -hmm. um, Omar, you're up. I thought you were banging on with the sets for every guess. I thought he was number one. Actually, before I looked at this list, I thought he was number one. I wouldn't guess. Ryan Giggs up there? He's number one. Wow! Yeah. Whoa! Well, I, guess, I guess he's played the like he's played a lot of Premier League seasons. Actually, insane the gap. It's 162 assists for Ryan Giggs and 111 for Cesc Fabregas. Wow, that's insane. But, the, but also the game gap is probably insane. As Very well. big, yeah. But I mean, that's still a huge discrepancy. I mean. We, we have number three on the list, so I won't give that away, but okay. number four was Frank Lampard with 102, and he had a lot of games in the Prem as well, right? So, I mean, anyways, moving on to the last one, Josh. Oh, goodness. This um, one is worth 300 points. I'll say Patrick Vieira. No, he's not on the list. He's actually not in the top ten either. Okay. That's fair. You don't have to say that. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, sticking my... I, I, I think... This is risky, but Mesut Ozil? Uh, no, he's no. not. Uh, he's got a bucket since he signed, but the Premier League is so long, right? Like, I'm thinking, trying to think over the whole, like, players who played for forever. That's why I did assists instead of goals. I think you guys would have got goals pretty quick. Is Gerard three? No. Is that your guess? That's your guess? That's my guess, yeah. He's number six. Wow. Oh, just outside the top. Yeah. He's actually two ahead of David Silva, so David Silva's probably going to pass him. Oh, so, okay, well, thank you for saying David Silva is not number three. We already, already, already guess. Oh, Omar guess. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but, yeah, that does help you. Uh, okay, so, next, did you guess? You guessed yeah, Jared, so Josh. There's one name left. Uh, yeah, yeah. I stopped listening because I thought it wouldn't come back around. If <laughs> <laughs> uh, you say somebody who's been said. Yeah, well, yeah, if you say somebody who's been said. No, no, I, I know who's been said. Um, it's it's got to be teams that have won a lot. Mm -hmm. it's, it could be City, it could be City player. But if it's not that oh, itself, exactly. then no. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it wouldn't be like 
Um, it's not on. I'll, I'll, okay, Xavi Alonso. No. Uh, I didn't think so. Uh, Phil? Will this be the last? Like, do we have to get to five, or are we going to keep going around? I mean, we... if you guys don't have any more ideas, then I'll. I'm going to just. Throw, I'm going to throw out. I'm, I'm going to guess David Beckham. Uh, no, he's actually number nine. Though. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I just like. Just it's funny you guys yeah. have almost gotten all of the six to ten. We just can't get number three. Um, Omar, do you want to make another guess, or anybody else before I give a, give the three hundred points away, or I guess get rid of them? I'll 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 guess another one. Uh, sure, Omar, do you want one before? No, I'll pass it off to Josh. Okay. Robert Perez? No. Uh, Phil, do you want one more guess? I mean, might as well. Just toss something out there. Uh, Been pretty good with the guesses so far. Yeah. <laughs> Dwight York? No. That's um, a good one, I guess. That's a good one. Ethics, tried partnership. Yeah. They uh, end up falling for a lot of Yeah. Pieces. I mean, yeah. I, I had a feeling this one would actually kind of curb you guys, but it's actually Wayne Rooney. It's actually oh, Wayne Rooney. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Oh, God. Why have we not given Wayne his due today? Yeah, 103. Yeah, that's true. Uh, 103 assists, one more than Frank Lampard, but um, eight less than Seth Fabregas. So that was, Wayne is very prolific. Yeah, very, I mean, it shows really his could do roundness, everything. right? It shows uh, like you were talking about one other day when we were talking his about <laughs> when we were talking about John, one of the most well-rounded players of all time. Without a doubt. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so moving on to the next list, we got two more left, and then those are, this whole quiz is done, so you guys can. Get out of here. You're probably getting tired, aren't you? No. No, I'm probably getting, probably getting a little bored of it. A water, well. a coffee, and some fresh air. I'm in. Yeah. I'm good. Um, okay, so the next list that we have is most goals in European championship history. So Euro championships. Um, oh, Euro championship, not Wait, the Champions League. Not Champions League. Oh, yeah. So Euro championship. Wow, this is a good, interesting because um, oh, I can think of World Cup ones. Exactly. Yeah. In the yeah, Euros. Exactly. Uh, so I, I will say there, there are. Two people tie for first, so there will be 500 points for either of those names. There's one person in third, and then there are a bunch of people in fourth place, or tied for fourth place for the goals. So if you name any of those, I'll give you the first people people that answer those, I'll give you... Are we still going like... Uh, in, um, in rotation? So, yeah, we're going to go in a different in a different way now. Okay. So we're going to start off the opposite direction, okay. right? So Phil starts, then Josh... Is Phil still, uh, so sorry, Phil. Phil first, then Omar, then Josh, okay. and then Omar, and then Josh is going to start the next round, uh, the last round. This is no longer by points then. Sorry. No longer by points then. No, well, just for that first round because. Okay. Um, All right. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, we could still do points, but no, I'm no, not going to add them up no, until no, the end. No, I'm not happy with that. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, Phil, you get the first guess. Uh, most goals at European Championships. Yes. Uh, Gary Lineker. Gary Lineker is not on that list. Mm. Um. So, yeah, uh, Omar is next. That's um, a top five, right? Yeah. And like I said, there's a lot of people tied in fourth. Sure. Um, Fernando Torres is actually not. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's my guess. Yeah. He's actually not one so of the... I thought, so I thought, my second guess is the no, other person no, no. he should be. <laughs> I thought he was going to be yeah, in that, in that list team. of people tied in fourth, but he's yeah, actually yeah, not. There's another one for that team. Um, oh, no, that. no, no, that's why I was... Yeah, yeah, so, Josh, yeah. Raul? Um... No, actually not in there. Because I, I think the thing is, anyways, let's keep going. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> not going to give anything away. Um, I'm trying to guess somebody from from like the German national teams because they've just played a lot of games in the championships. Like you know, they've made it far. So I'm thinking maybe Lothar Matthaus. Uh, nope. No. Um, Omar. Closer. 
Uh, nope. Nope. Yeah, he's just a World Cup guy, yeah. yeah. Well, I'd probably take a shot. Um, okay, I'll say European Championships. <laughs> so who's played a lot of European Championships? I think there's an obvious one you guys are yeah, throwing out there. Yeah, let's just... I... Uh, okay, uh, okay, yeah. I'm picking up... Rudy Hullet. No. You uh, sick. Um... And obviously, Jerry Henry. Uh, he is tied for fourth, so I'm going to give you 100 points on that one. Okay. Or sorry, 200 points on that one. Okay. Yeah. Is he tied nice. fourth with fourth, like third and fourth, or fourth and fifth? Um. So there's like a bunch of people tied. Oh, for, right. Okay. Okay. Like, the yes, third he's in place. that. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, anyways. Um. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. So you're going to get 200 points for that, but he is one of those people. If you name one more, of those, is there another? There's that, there's eight names in those. That's not the obvious one you were referring to. No. I don't think. And I I think I know who you're talking about yeah. now. Yeah. Um, seven. Yes, he's number one. He's tied for number one. Yeah. Um. He Omar gets five. Thousand points. <laughs> Elmer's making a comeback right now. He's got two 500 points, so okay. he's got 1,000 points right there. Um, anyways, Josh, next up. Um, Josh um, is in full lounge position for the yeah, <laughs> listeners. I can't see him, but he's He's, he's got the feet on the table and everything. <laughs> ah, man. David Villa. Uh, no, one of my favorite players, yeah. but he's not on there. That, in 2008, he scored a bucket, though. He scored like four against Russia that one game or whatever it was. Well, that doesn't f***ing help me. Phil? Jurgen Klinsmann? Um, no, he's not on the list. God, I'm just still tossing out all these retro Germans. <laughs> uh, uh, Del Piero? No, he's not on the list. This is tough. Yeah. Surprisingly. I thought I thought you guys were going to have... I don't, I just like, it's so funny how much I probably know about World Cup statistics, but junk for the European Championships. I'm like, why? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I threw it in there. Yeah. <laughs> Smart. Um, it's uh, Josh's turn. Yeah. I know he scored at least one goal, so Zidane? Um, Zidane is actually not on the list. Uh, Phil? Uh, yes. Um, back to me. Try to think what's, uh, what's another good option. What about Wayne Rooney? Yeah, he's one of those tied um, in that position, and you get 200 well, points Well, because he scored that. so many in that. He scored so many in 2004. So I don't even think he scored. I'm trying to think if he ever scored in. He wasn't in 08. 2012, I don't know. He was in 2004, 12, and 16. Okay. Um, off the wall with Shevchenko? Um, Shevchenko is not on the list, no. Um, there's two more. Uh, there's one person in third, one person in first. Okay. Left. Oh, tied for first? Tied for first. Tied for first, yeah. Cristiano's tied for first. Oh, yeah. Who's Cristiano tied for Oh, okay. I, I got that. Josh? Idea. I'll guess Francesco Totti. Okay, um, he is not on the list. That's crazy. Phil? Uh, yeah. I'm going to say Gerd Muller. Gerd Muller is not on the list. Damn, what? man. He's got so many goals. I was like, um, <laughs> he should have been my first pick in general. Let me know if you guys want a clue when Thomas you get back Muller? to Phil. Uh, no. uh, he has like no Euro goals. World Cup goals, too. Josh? Yeah. Um... I will say Pauletta. Nice. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> uh, Marco Van Basten? That's a good guess. Uh, no. Jesus. Okay, can you, can you tell us Lord. the nationalities of the two people? Right? After, after Omar and Josh well, get one more this guess. Would be, yeah. Oh, I started. Because Phil started. Oh, right, okay, okay. The, the nationalities are the same as players that you said before. Okay. They're not the same nationalities, but they're the same as players that have already been said. Okay. We said, said a lot of nationalities. I'll give the nationality again later, but... Oh. We've said Henri. Yeah, yeah, 
like another passing your thoughts, like another like big Engli- like prominent English striker. Have been prominent English yeah. strikers. How recent? Um, early Prem. Oh. Uh, Ian Wright. No. Yeah, <laughs> you're thinking. He was thinking. Uh, I'm not gonna say the name, but. You don't think you don't think he's in? Out, out? I don't think so. I mean, I can say Alan Shearer. Yeah, he's number three. Oh. oh. <laughs> All right. I think he had like one and dang there's, tournament. There's one more person left. And he's tied for number one. And he's tied for number one, and he's French. That's a little David Trezeguet. No. Ah. Omar. Ooh. Oh. Uh, In Euro Championships. Oh, it's, then. It's got to be. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It does. The classic, like a. Uh, uh. Omar? It's not coming to me. No, do you want to pass? What mean what mean fellow thinking of the name has been said in the con- course of this conversation? Specifically, I think when the boot chat was going on, but by Kyle's face now, I, I think maybe wrong. Oh man, I'm trying to think if I have said it to do with the Copas. I think maybe I don't really remember the name. Oh, Platini. Wow. Yeah, he did have a really He's good tournament. That well done, man. That's yeah. huge for Omar because that's another 500 points. Yeah. Wow. Got a thousand points from that lo- round Sweet. alone. Um, he I'm might, he might smash this, man. What? No, he might <laughs> actually. I, smash that. It. I want that to happen at the end. I want to be like, oh. Okay, and this is. Everyone likes an underdog story. Totally. This is the last one. Oh my tubs, the underdog story. <laughs> that would be the end title for the show. Yeah. <laughs> if he wins it. Yeah. Um. So the last one we're gonna do. Josh is gonna start. Phil's gonna be second. Omar is gonna be last. Um. So. It's gonna be. I just want to double check. I don't want to give you guys the wrong thing. Most clean sheets in World Cup history. Okay, so there are a lot of people tied on this list. There are, um, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine names on the list. Uh, If you name any of these names, I will tell you what place they're in, and I'll give you those points. And then the first five names that are thrown out on that list, I will give points for. Okay, Okay, so uh, Josh, you start off. Uh, Fabian Bartez. Yeah, he's tied for number one. Yeah, Fabian Bartez. So that's 500 points for Josh. This clean sheets in World Cup history? Yeah. yeah. Uh, my turn? Yep. Dino Zoff? Dino Zoff? No. Huh. Mm. Actually not. Interesting. Um, Oliver Kahn? He's got uh, Oliver Kahn is not. Oh, what? Oh. Yeah. Okay. I just threw up a little. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with uh, Manuel Neuer. He's actually tied for third. Oh, so okay. he's on that list. You get, um, sorry, you get 300 points for that, I guess, because it's third. Five, four, yeah. Yeah. Um, so Josh already at 800 points in this round. Well, um, there goes the underdog story. <laughs> 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 I might just snatch it from over Uh, Levy Ashen? Uh, Levy not on there. What? Yeah. The trophy for the World Cup's best <laughs> yeah. ever is like, yeah, the Levy Ashen <laughs> trophy. <laughs> it's not about I know, I know, but still. But it like, is given to the people. He's not even on the list. <laughs> yeah, what's going on? Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, My Omar? Turn? I'm getting stomped in these last few rounds. Oh, why did I just, oh, uh. Gigi? Buffon? Uh, no, he's not no. on the list. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, he had a good defense. Uh, okay, I'll say Iker Casillas. Uh, yeah, he's he again is. tied for third, so you get 300 points again. Yeah, because it's Spanish World Cup, too. Um, yeah, they barely got scored. clean yeah. sheets, basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, except for like the first You can name a lot of French keepers that have clean sheets, but on the, uh, the other side had a clean sheet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's a weird way to put it, but I know where you put it. Yeah, exactly. yeah, um, okay, uh, Phil, should better not be looking up answers. No, I was just trying to send someone the Jimmy's for soccer tonight. For sure. Um, Peter Shilton? Yeah, he's tied for number one with Fabian Bartes. Wow. Well done. Who is Peter Shilton? Like the best English goalkeeper Ever. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So that is that four off the board now? Um, that is one, two, three, four. Yeah, that's if you uh, name one more. Jens Lehmann. Jens Lehmann's not on the list. Crazy. Didn't yeah. play much for. Um, yeah, that was like two years. Right? Two tournaments. Three tournaments. I mean, okay. Hugo Lloris. No. Ah. Good guess though. I like both those guesses. I probably would. Um. No. Go. It's Phil's turn. Phil's turn. Something yeah. just came to my head. For um, we're missing one. We're missing yeah. well there's ton there's like oh, but they're four tied. or five yeah, things. Are tied and on. he's in third you were saying? Uh well there's there's two left in third. Okay. Or sorry. One left in third and three left in or four all four of the second place wow. are still available. Oh wow. that's, not that's a ton of goalkeepers. Some somebody said no, you said Bartes at the start. What about Igor Casillas? Yeah. Oh right. okay, you're right, you're right. jeez, uh, I'm just trying to like think of goalkeepers. <laughs> This is World Cup. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm trying to think of ones who have played more than... played for a while, right? Yeah, like, right, like, more than one tournament. Like, uh... Or... Or, like, years... years When it gets back to Josh, Josh, I'll give you guys a hint. Okay. There's gotta be a Brazilian in there. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah, that's a good show. He's played so many World Cups. Um... But there's not been really a prolific Brazilian goalkeeper. Yeah, I'm trying to think of one that's lasted more than a tournament. Like, I don't know, Julio Cesar? No. Dida? Dida, a good show. Yeah. But I feel okay, like he'll just Do you guys want to right? hint? Yeah. Um, so Josh is right. There's three Brazilians, a Dutch keeper, oh, and I know West Germany. I think I know the Dutch one. Okay, I mean, it's pretty uh, Josh, I guess. Yeah. Uh, if it's a Dutch one, Maybe. then I'll guess Edwin van der Sar. No. It's not him? Wow. Yeah. Um, Weird. A Dutch one? Also There's two, There's three Brazilians, a Dutch, and a West German. And a West German. If you know West Germany, then yeah. that's a very good Oh, place. um, <laughs> what was his name? It was Byron's... That's the question. Set Meyer? Yeah. yeah okay. Wow. He's tied for number two. Okay. Uh, I had a feeling if I gave that West Germany clue, Josh, or Phil. Yeah, I just wasn't even thinking that. So I was thinking West Germany for all the other one. Why not? Sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that's a lot of goalkeepers yeah. that have kept... Clean sheets. Yeah. But it's probably not that many clean sheets per individual. Right. What's, what's the number one? Right. How number many? one is ten clean sheets, Peter right. Shelton and Fabian Bartes. Yeah, that's not that um, many, actually. Second place. Actually, I guess there's a lot of World Cup games. Yeah. Because you only need to, to get, win to get ten clean sheets. Yeah. yeah. You only games. need to win eight games in a World Cup where you won the World Cup. Yeah. So yeah. to get ten clean sheets, like ten World Cup victories alone is actually a lot. Seven. Yeah, actually seven. Yeah. No, eight, two, three. eight in a game. Eight in the tournament. Sixteen quarters. Semi final? Three in the three in the groups? Seven? No, eight. Three in the group, sixteen quarters, semi Oh yeah. Okay. Oh I see your third finger there. <laughs> this is the eighth. I'm <laughs> uh, just counting up the scores. We're here. doing a little finger humor <laughs> for all those listeners who can't see. <laughs> Which is everyone. <laughs> um you can see us. That's true. I'm not going to listen. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, I'm just counting up the scores right now. Is there anything you guys do want to talk about before we end off the podcast with the uh, with the scores, final scores? Yeah, I want to talk about this Fabio Capello picture. <laughs> <laughs> now you're I'll, have to, I'll have to make it like a yeah. cover for the episode. What kid, What team is that? Is it Spal? 
I I don't know. Just some white and blue stripes in Italy. Spa. Yeah. Yeah, Spa. He started with Spa. Oh, nice. And then Roma, Juve, Milan. What a career! Yeah. 62 caps for Roma, 165 for Juve, and 65 for Milan. What a career. Omar kept saying 5,000. He actually has 5,000. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted, I wanted to be over I feel this is a gift for you. Oh, is this your this was your cheap sheet? Damn, that's a lot of information. Yeah. Oh wow. That's good. Cheat sheet. No. <laughs> Study guide. That's what we'll call it. Uh, brings back good memories, man. The World Cup 2006. Um, In my home for the World Cup 2006. All right, interesting. I so. Can never tell if it's like a scary one. I um, <laughs> I, uh, I I have to. Come up with a lightning round question because oh, Josh and Phil are tied. As no way. Rock paper scissors. Yeah. Right? I'm gonna have to come up with a with a question at the end here to uh, to sort this out. Omar this Omar did come close with five thousand. I told you. I what had was that? Like what did Josh and I tied at? Fifty nine hundred. Okay. Why so, did you Why did you Why did you let Omar come up with the question? Sure, Omar has one in his mind that he knows the answer to right off the bat. I do have some more questions here in case. Actually, what I wanted to do was actually. What, what I'm going to do for this round is actually a little bit of a different bonus round. I'm going to start describing a player. And once you guys guess the player, you win. Okay? Josh, you hear that? Yep. Okay, so I'm going to start describing a player. Once you guys work out who it is, you win. Are you describing like everything? Like physical appearance or like where his career was? Where he started. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that's, that's fine. I'm so down with that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so this is for the win. Yeah. Very important. All right? Wait, wait, get your instruments ready. <laughs> Yeah, true. Yeah, uh, is it like where if I guess I have to let Josh have like the you know what I mean? So we're not like spitting out For sure. Like when you like, if you if you if guess, I guess my f up. then Josh gets a guess and then right. back and forth. Yes, right. okay. Okay, so this person is a Brazilian footballer. He started his career at Grêmio in the youth system. And eventually Moved to Europe. Yeah, I was gonna say. I just didn't wanna. Like, I think you're gonna get this. And this might be it. There's only one that I can yeah, think of, so, so it's gotta be. You no, gotta easy. Be. A few I can think I, of. I mean, there's a few players like, that played for Grêmio and yeah, went to yeah. Europe, but I think well, I know. Player that went, played for Grêmio and went to Europe. You got this. I'm, I'm okay. behind you. Josh's guess. It went Ronaldinho. Yes, it yeah. is. <laughs> I really was hoping it would be Douglas Costa. <laughs> for the win and move to Russia I'm like yes <laughs> alright so that is the show we went way over time there I have no problem with it I had a great time on the show hopefully you guys it's enjoyed like that, the uh, quiz oh, yeah, that was fantastic yeah, thank you so much for doing that yeah, yeah. hopefully you guys will be able to come back on soon again um, maybe do another quiz who knows or maybe a little bit shorter this time but um, again thank you guys so oh, much we for doing the objects we can do it off air yeah we might do that tomorrow or just save it for the night leave them in there until the next <laughs> yeah for sure um like I said, we went way over time. We were probably about an hour and 50 minutes into the show now. Um, but like I said, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'm going to cut some stuff out. But, I mean, I, I, I do like to keep most of it in. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you guys for coming in to, on, to be on the show. Thanks for listening. Make sure you tune in again next week for different guests, different topics. Thank you so much for listening and tune in again soon.